Let's get this gold on tape, <laughs> baby. Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons Dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, we'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. This week, we're talking about season six's Two Dozen and One Greyhounds. Uh, that's the one where Sanders' little helper. And she's the fastest, have 25 puppies, and Mr. Burns steals them. Uh, features the classic track, See My Vest. Uh, with me to talk about that episode is Tom Keel. Hello. And Simon Cumming. Ahoy, mateys. Yeah. I'm here. I'm on the pod ship. I thought you were going to do it in Ahoy Hoy, but you yeah. went with just like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it up halfway through. I was. Gonna, I think I was thinking Mr. Burns, Ahoy Hoy. Yeah. But... uh. Tim Clark does that when through. Tim's on this pod. So, good thing you changed. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have just been Can't doing do it. Can't steal your bit. Sorry, yeah. Tim. Yeah. Maybe uh, every every next appearance, I can be like, cowabunga, dude. Yeah, okay. I can make that go. my thing. All right. Test it out. Good. Hi, uh, everybody. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to go with uh, no money down. It's going to be my catchphrase from now on. Um, Please hold me to this. So, the, we, we just watched season six's 2001 Greyhounds. What when you think of that episode before we just watched it? What do you think of? See my vest. See my vest. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty absolutely. That was huge. Like I remember that being sung at, in the schoolyard. People that did, don't even know The Simpsons that well, I feel like know that song. Like it's yeah. just like. And on top of that, it was also like featured in one of the clip shows. So like, yeah. you not only would see this episode a million times because Channel Ten played it all the time, but you'd <laughs> also see the clip show which had it, and it was on one of the Simpsons CDs as well. Yeah. So it was like. And Everyone, when they did the live yeah. concert, I'm pretty sure they did it. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, um, it's obviously a parody. Well, not obviously, because I know some people don't actually realize this. It's a parody of Be My Guest <laughs> oh. <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast, right? Yes. I think, yes. I did not know this. Hey, there you I, go. I thought it might have been an original. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. I've never watched Beauty and the Beast. I Actually, no. I distinctly remember as being like a six or seven year old watching about a third of Beauty and the Beast and being like, I'm kind of bored. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never seen it either. Tom? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And, yep. It is definitely a parody of that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I can confirm. And it is not a particularly well, like a hidden one yeah yeah very very <laughs> they've clear. even got yes. the character from <laughs> yeah. the the one that goes yeah. shout two for matching clothes. Yeah. What, is he, what does he say again kill two for matching clothes yeah um yeah she's from beauty and the beast oh nice yeah yeah look i think well, I one think of the main things about parodies that you're never trying to inherently you're not trying to hide them <laughs> normally if you're like trying to hide the parody then yeah you've it's That's, more you're stealing. Plagiarism <laughs> yeah, at yeah. that point. Yeah. Well, we talked about this all the time on the pod, but one of the great things about The Simpsons is you can enjoy a scene or a moment which is a parody without knowing it's a parody. Mm. I think when it gets into bad territory is when you don't get a joke or don't enjoy a scene because it's a parody of something you don't understand. Right? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The whole episode itself, I guess, is a parody of another classic Disney movie, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Simon's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've heard of this before. <laughs> um, have you seen that? Summarize the plot for me. <laughs> um, no, I've seen, I've seen Cruella. Oh, the recent movie? Yeah, with um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone? Yeah. I didn't Great like movie. it. You, you liked it? Oh, I had a fun time. Ah. 
Um, but hey, we're not here to review Cruella. Uh, we're here to review 2001 Greyhounds. But um, no. what we're on the subject of 2001, a space odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Is it also a parody of that? Is yeah. that the number? <laughs> yeah, come on, Simon. You're missing all these parodies, man. Um, you'd seen the original movie, though, right? The cartoon, 101 Dalmatians? Maybe. Is there getting a, live a sense that movie? Simon just does not like Disney movies. <laughs> is there a live action movie? There as well? was. There yeah. is, yeah. With I think I've seen yeah. that one. Yes, yeah. I've seen the one with Glenn Close. Okay, yeah. yeah. They also did 102 Dalmatians with mm. Glenn Close as well. I remember all I remember yeah, don't is... don't give up Glenn Close. Yeah. They, there was a thing, though, during the 90s, when I think we're all the same age, right? When we were kids, when they were re-releasing a lot of classic Disney films. So, 101 Dalmatians... Um, Lady and the Tramp, which is also parodied in this yes. episode. Um, oh, no, no. What there were a bunch of classic Disney cartoons, which actually they re-released in cinemas in the nineties. So I, for years, thought that those movies came out in the nineties because I saw them at the cinema when I was a kid. I was like, well, obviously that was when they were made. But no, it, I found out much later when I was probably in my twenties that those movies were actually from like the sixties, seventies. I did was- not know this. Mm, okay. Because I remember when were Lady and the Tramp. Lady yeah, and the, that was the nineties. Lady and the Tramp. No, I reckon that was seventy. That, yeah, that is the Disney strategy. They do. They always did that. I do well, like their new thing is just doing live action versions of them. I guess. That but, is. Yeah. Um, but I do they've like, already done that with Lady and the Tramp. I suppose they did it with 101 Dalmatians, when, as we've already mentioned. Oh yeah, true. and they've done it with Beauty and the Beast. Oh, wow, Lady and the Tramp was 1955. <laughs> when was 101 Dalmatians? 1961 Which I yeah, thought right. was like I was amazed by that That's probably yeah. old Yeah Because yeah. I can remember seeing Bambi But I knew that was old Yeah yeah There you go Yeah Bambi's one I remember Jesus, um, I also uh, this What is are a, they going to do A live action Song of the South That's what <laughs> <I got>. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> To Disney Just own it <laughs> Yeah so when this Episode came out Which was I think 94 94, 95 Um they were parroting a movie from 35 years ago, which now that I think about it, if they did the, that now, it would be like parroting an episode, uh, a movie from the late 80s, which is kind of surreal to think about. Yeah, I um, should I get the book out, by the way? Yeah, can you got- tell me? Oh. All right, Murphy, I want you to clarify something yeah. from the book. I think the book will inform us of this. Okay. What is the actual number of greyhounds in the name? This episode two, two dozen, dozen and one. one two dozen and one. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> said, that makes more sense. <laughs> I was like, "Why is the name of the episode two thousand and one?" Yeah, I've either been mumbling 25. or getting it wrong. Uh, so, yeah. Um, no, two dozen and one. So twenty-five. Okay. So can I say something during the episode? The thing I was most curious about, which is weird, is. How believable a number of dogs is that? That is very funny have. because I did the research on that, Simon. You're not alone. I also was interested to know that in the lead up to this pod. I looked it up. Uh, the average greyhound litter size is 6.7 pups. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's the did biggest? you also um, find... So, I found the world record. Yes, I also have that. Here we go. It's not a greyhound, but uh, it's a largest litter for a... Uh, it was a mastiff named Tia. And she had 24 puppies born Whoa, in 2004. Oh, so, helper has the record. Yeah, Simpsons should really be famous, really, because they <laughs> had a. Uh, <laughs> this was in the end of. Yeah, 2004 was when that dog had 24 puppies. So, they back in the 90s, the Simpsons had a dog that had 25. So, yeah. yeah. I love. I'm always curious on TV shows how they choose the number of things. Mm. You know, I was like, I love the idea of choosing funny. Have you watched. Uh, I think you should leave. 
Yeah, great The show. most recent season. Yeah, uh, very funny. There's a, a sketch where he's ordering 55 of many things. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know why, but 55 yeah, is yeah. the funniest number. <laughs> I think maybe it legitimately was so they could do a parody of 100 instead of 101. Yeah. Um, 2001, you reckon that's it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah, that probably is it. And they probably wanted like a believable but not like reserved number, right? Because like 13 would be like lots of people would have had dogs yeah. that had more than 13 babies. Yeah. yeah. And it and actually it has to be enough to make a suit. Oh, yeah, true. Of course. Yeah, that's true. a good point. That's a good point. Um, What's the surface area of uh, a baby greyhound? Also, <laughs> what is it in actually 101? Because the whole thing is a parody itself in 101 Dalmatians. Simon wouldn't know this, but hmm. there's... Hey, I've seen the Glenn Close one. The, Come on. Oh, yeah. Um, the... They there's a similar scene I think where the the dogs giving birth right and they keep counting and I think it's like fifteen or something and that let me have a look because it's not actually one hundred and one um, they call it one hundred and one Dalmatians because I think by the very end of the film they adopt like one hundred and one I think because Corella stolen so many yeah yeah classic um, I did on. like there was a one reference which I missed which was like they got twenty four. <laughs> And then the clock wound for hours yeah, and yeah. hours and hours, and then they were like twenty five. Yeah, there's a few little jokes like that in the episode, which as a kid or even yeah. like as an adult watching, I didn't really properly get the joke. The another yeah. one is when Mr. Burns is taking forever to open the door, yeah. <laughs> and the doorknob yeah. is going around. Like, uh, anyway, the book. We got the book here. Oh, so yeah. this is for those that are new listeners. This is a complete guide to our favorite families. This is a book published in 1997. I have my original copy here, uh, which is very tattered. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can tell it's original. You can, it's seen some use. It has. We have a game here on the pod where you guess the character that the book has chosen to highlight for the episode, done a little biography for. They could either choose someone that's like a main character from the episode or someone that has a little bit part, but they have a little biography. You guys have been on the pod a million yeah, times. Mm-hmm. You know how it works. Who do you reckon they've chosen? I'm going to say either the rich Texan guy mm-hmm. or the lady who was like, who was like, shoot two for matching dogs. <laughs> okay. They've just like named her and like given you some name. They both facts. have very minor roles in this episode, yeah. but that's not unlike the book. The book can really throw some curveballs. Yeah. So, yeah. Go for a curveball. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the dog? Always comes first. She's the fastest. She's the fastest. <laughs> I'm um, going with she's the okay. fastest. Yeah. They have gone with you. They're kind of in between. They've chosen someone who is doesn't have just one line. But also isn't a main character. They've chosen Pet Store Man. The pet okay, store sure, clerk. yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah, special uh, skills. <laughs> Only him and three other clerks yeah, in yeah. that one store have. <laughs> yeah, it is quite a funny scene. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's the character they've chosen. I, I personally think, yeah, they should have gone. She's the fastest, but that's okay. Do pet- you remember him in any other episodes? Yeah, see, pet store man has not appeared in any other episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. wow. It's sort of you imagine they almost would have picked traditionally. I wonder if that episode was made like. A few years later, they would have picked E. Pally, like that guy, a wise guy. Yeah, or Gil. Gil, I feel, Although, wouldn't have the know how to, yeah. to grip it them, wouldn't though. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been yeah, yeah, yeah. I always imagine the guy who's like, E. Yeah, yeah, that guy. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, his catchphrase, well, not his catchphrase, but his speech bubble, by the way, says, Lady, I'll tell you what I'm telling everyone else. I'm sorry if your dog went blind, but your gripe is with Hearts Mountain, not with me. Now, when that happened, I googled Hearts Mountain. It was a pet. Pet toy. What's the word I'm looking for here? Company. 
Dog toy company, yeah, yeah, from the nineties, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's what that is. I mean, you okay. can create. Did they have a scandal that. of any kind? I don't think so. No, I think The Simpsons is just yeah, <laughs> roasting them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. According to the book, yeah, movie moment. The scene with all the puppies watching TV and the episode's basic plot, <laughs> parody one hundred and one Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's really got there. It's got the entire lyrics to "See My Vest." Uh, it's got the stuff mm-hmm. you may have missed. It says, uh, I remember you pointed this out while we watched it, Simon. Springfield Pet Shop, all our pets are flushable. Yeah. Quite funny. Uh, also, the Springfield Dog Track slogan, think of them as little horses. Uh, and here we go. There are 26 puppies eating from doggy dishes in the kitchen rather than 25. Whoa, Ooh. where'd that extra puppy come from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Tom, you asked while we were watching it or when the episode finished, you were like, what happened to the mum? Yeah. Which is a great question because they don't... The mum doesn't get stolen. She doesn't yeah. get given away. They got the mum from Rich Texan. Hmm. What happened to it? She's never in it again. Did the Simpsons screw up or is she actually hidden in the background but the, in every yeah, episode but, but after? That, but that's the Simpsons like canon, right? Totally, it like right. The, the Simpsons vibe is, it's a reset show. Yeah, it's a yeah, show yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. doesn't matter what happens. It's like... Rick and Morty or something like it. It's resets, true, you know? but they, they usually they try and explain they by the get end the of the person it. to leave, or they like <laughs> even like you know the neighbor who Marge runs away with. She at least turns up and like they kind of pretend like she still sort of lives next door. We did do that stuff. episode recently, and we did say it was a shame that Ruth Powers never really returns to the yeah. character because she was a strong character. But yes, but at she least she's in the background. Yeah, 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 she's always in but, crowd yeah. scenes. Yeah, would be funny <laughs> if um, what's her name the. The singer who Homer has the affair with. Lurleen Lumpkin. Lumpkin, yeah. yeah. If her, like, when she's in the trailer, like when they come to her years later, if her pet dog was, she's the fastest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would um, be good. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can just argue they gave her away or whatever. But, yeah, it's a shame that she was a good character. She's the fastest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the show needed more females. They oh, kept yeah. giving them away. Ruth Powers, they should have kept her. She's the fastest. They should have kept her. Bloody male writers. Ugh. Also, argue. <laughs> Probably the funniest episode for the cat. Yeah. Ball <laughs> yeah. two or three or whichever one it is. That's such a funny bit when um, it goes up to the TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just all glare. But also like when um, like he wakes up and or she wakes up and there's like the 25, uh, yeah, the 25 yeah. puppies and she like rubs her eyes and then pushes the catnip away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a few um, really funny gags in this episode. Um, even just from the get-go when they're watching TV and Kent Brockman's hosting the sh- uh, the news show where oh, you yeah. can see the people outside and he talks about the rhino and then he's like, thankfully the rhino was contained. See, you see the rhino in the background knocking everyone over and he's like, meanwhile, the rhino that escaped last week yeah. is still at large. Like, that's a great... <laughs> Great gag. The, um, there's a lot of Ken Brockman in this episode because he's also hosting yeah. the cooking show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which also has a great moment of when, um, yeah, Wiggum and his wife are in bed, and it says, um, "Do not attempt to make love because yeah. years of watching cable has left your genitals withered." And he's like, "Well, I'll be damned." I liked also he's wearing his um hat in bed. Oh, I liked <laughs> this too. Yeah, yeah. This was, <laughs> I I think that might be a thing. I think that's like a common. I think he's almost always wearing the hat. Yeah, because it is like when you do see him without the hat, you're like, oh, that's what his hair looks like. I liked when during the montage of uh, Santa's Little Helper and she's the fastest, like as we said before, the parody of um, Lady and Tramp when they start growling at each other with the spaghetti. That's good. I really liked, I'd completely forgotten the bit where they get the steak that's been left out by the butcher and then 
they go to the video shop and the guy just puts a steak out and then the old lady takes it out of her purse. I thought that was pretty good. I liked the joke where mm-hmm. Bart was like, they were trying to address the, the dogs having <laughs> sex on the racetrack and Bart was like, he's trying to jump over yeah. her but he just can't quite do it. <laughs> you can do it, boy. <laughs> Apparently that was like the censors on Fox had a big issue with that and they kind of had to reach a compromise. I think in the original um, like animation, it was a lot more obvious that they were banging. But I like the way it's done in the mm, final sorry. version. Like yeah. it's, it's a pretty good um, bit of animation. Oh, the Homer... Almost hanging himself. Joke. Oh, Jesus was the, Christ! Maybe that the darkest like... that I've ever seen the Simpsons be. I'd forgotten there was anything that dark. Yeah, it's that's like kind of fu- like there's. N- I mean, I know whatever people say about what you can and can't get away with these days, but Jesus Christ, you would <laughs> never be able to get away with that these I, days. I remember not really fully understanding that as a kid because, yeah. like, I and because it is quite an abrupt ending. The, yep. the episode Like yeah I mean you've got A pretty satisfying ending And that the kids Confront Mr. Burns He doesn't end up Killing the puppies Cool Like I guess you can say That's a Alright that's satisfying But then like It just abruptly shows The whole Mr. Burns ends up Making yeah. millions By racing them Which is pretty funny And then you've got Homer Looks like he's Hanging himself But then actually Batting a yeah. light bulb Turned to day himself Knocks it And the screen goes black Like I remember watching As a kid being like what the hell's happened? Yeah. Like, what? I, I just realized the most... That might have one of the most implausible moments of The Simpsons, which is like, there's no way Homer could dead hang yeah. on one hand <laughs> exactly. or after. It's like, this is like... This is hard. Like, I'm... <laughs> um, you know, I'm an adult in my 30s who does rock climbing for fun and I'm still like... I'm still like, I can do it, but it's hard. Yeah. There's just no way that like super unfit Homer... <laughs> So I think this might be one of the most unbelievable elements. You pointed More out than a as dog having twenty five puppies. Yeah. You also pointed out when it went to credit, Simon, when because Homer's whole thing is like, this is the only thing that um, makes me feel better m- about myself after giving away those puppies. But you're like, he didn't give them away. Yeah, Mr. Ben stole them. They like- stole it. That's a, that that bit didn't make sense. It feels like they did not. Maybe they like cut for time or something. They didn't have a proper ending to wrap this up because it's like. Hmm. It's like it doesn't make any sense. And the fact that... They said, no, you can't have them. And then he famously won. And the people and the commentators are like, whoever gave him this puppy? Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy to prove that no one gave them to you. It's like, you, if you steal my dogs and then make $10 million, I'm pretty sure I can... There are a few episodes this season where it's a very abrupt ending. The very next episode, looking at the book here, is the PTA disbands where the teachers go on strike. And that episode finishes with them merging the school with a prison. And it happens in the last 12 seconds of the episode. So, it's like, I think this season is very, uh, is known for just focusing a lot on jokes and not so much the plot or the heart. Yeah, I think you can definitely, this episode is a good example of that where it's kind of just like gag, gag, gag. Who's there like, we need to show Homer... We need people to think Homer's going to hang himself. That's essential. Let's throw the throw the plot logic out. Yeah. Um, Wiggum, we briefly mentioned him before when he's watching Cable. He has some great moments in this when he does come to the oh, yeah. um, the house to inspect. And he's just like, I just love him just looking in the cookie um, container. Yeah. You just, know what, what plot? <laughs> I did think that joke did not work as well because in an earlier scene... There'd been two puppies in a chicken. 
Yeah, yeah. At the dinner, <laughs> you know, like. And so I thought like that joke would have had like if they'd chosen one or the other, it would have been more effective. Yeah, but yeah, the fact yeah. That, like, it's I didn't like, even think of that, but yeah. These puppies. <laughs> I mean, I know like one of the the blender was it's transparent, <laughs> so you would see the puppies yeah, yeah, in there, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like we've just shown that the puppies can hide inside a chicken. Yeah. On a dinner table that people eat <laughs> and they don't notice. It's like, it's pretty reasonable. So maybe we got was everywhere. actually, yeah, he was doing some good detective work. Yeah. But I did love the line of like, sorry, Cash, I don't think we're going to find your puppies. Maybe Mr. Burns can give you yeah. one of the 25 he got last <laughs> Like, yeah. That's but also, pretty yeah, classic. Yeah. The, um, we c- never find your wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Puppies. <laughs> yeah, sure. Puppies. Uh, my my yeah, favorite yeah, bit yeah. of all those ones is the one where he's eating a, a donut. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Classic Wigan vibe. Yeah. And Marge was like, you're spilling powdered sugar on the floor. And he's like, ah, oh, dusted for Prince. Yeah. <laughs> and he like rubs the donut on the bench. Um, Incredible. But also the great thing of, oh no, what elaborate plan is Mr. Burns <laughs> going to come up with to steal these puppies? And they just all turn away from the dogs and he's just putting yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Smithers being like, you used to really put effort into your plans. <laughs> yeah, that was um, good. Also, I thought it was pretty dark. Mr. Burns threatening to shoot Bart and Lisa with yeah. a gun. There's a few moments like that with Mr. Burns throughout the years. Like in um, the episode with the flying hellfish, like that is real. Like Mr. Burns flat out tries to murder Bart. Like he he pushes him off the boat and like Bart almost drowns. Like, yeah, there's definitely a few. It's like your dad's boss. (laughs) Yeah. How old's Bart meant to be? 10 or something? Your dad's boss. And tried to murder you. Yeah, how, how's Homer going to work? Yeah. yeah, working for the man who stole his dogs <laughs> yeah. and is making moons of them. Also, almost killed his children. Yeah. <laughs> Plus all the other things from all the other episodes. <laughs> like, come on, Homer. Um, oh, a very funny bit is when my uh, Bart calls the mum, uh, Bart calls she's the fastest a bitch. And yeah. he goes, oh, I looked it up. That's what she is. And I'm, like, mm, I'm going to... Send a letter to those dictionary people. I remember as a kid watching that and be like, Marge is an idiot. That is it. Bart's right. And getting annoyed on Bart's behalf. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that feels like a joke that is written for probably what we all were, which is people that are the age of Bart. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also feel like it was written to be like get away with something. For yeah. The yeah. Just being like, yeah, well, you can include bitch. You can't tell us. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably so right. So a couple you mentioned the rich Texan before. That's one of he ended up like years later becoming a very recurring character. That guy. Oh, is that his um, first appearance? No, it's one of his early ones though. So he's also a member of the Republican Party. And when they announce Sideshow Bob, um, they show a water cooler to begin with, and he's like, and it bubbles, and he goes, "What did it say?" And he's also in the casino. When they open up Burns' casino and Homer's like dealing cards and he's um, like, thank you, Senator, or something like that. So, he pops up a bit in the first few years. But yeah, he ends up becoming like quite prevalent, that character. What's his name? He's called Rich Texan, which became, sorry, was um, originally just like sort of a comic book guy thing. Mm. Like he's he's a guy from Texas. He's a rich, rich Texan. But then they ended up making that his actual name. So, he's a Richard Texan. So that's oh nice, pretty funny. Cool, I yeah. love that. Like my guess of his name was actually yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I just thought you knew your stuff. No, like, <laughs> no, no. I'm, listeners, please know that I'm not well informed. <laughs> uh, another thing here: all the animal noises in this episode were done by a guy called Frank Welker, who has basically been in the indus- the voice work industry for decades. 
um, and he specializes in animal noises. So um, he voices. He's like, "Oh, I could do a horny greyhound, absolutely." <laughs> he is my fee. He's my day rate. Um, but he's also no. He did Fred in the original Scooby Doo, and he does a nibbler in Futurama. That's not a animal. <laughs> Human is an animal. Yeah, right. What a job. Yeah. So he does actual like voice work. Like he doesn't yeah. just do animals. But yeah. So in the Futurama, he not only does a nibbler, where he's like, <laughs> but he also does you know when nibbler speaks. Um, oh, the deep really voice. Sp- yeah, that's yeah. him as well. Ah. So, yeah. yeah, what the range, of yeah. Frank? Yeah. yeah, yeah, good on you, Frank. Uh, I've got here um, reviews from when this episode came out in oh, 1995. Yeah. Um, but before we get to those reviews, let's let's go around the table. What what do you guys reckon of this episode? Honestly, I think it's a bit of a flop. Outside of like, Whoa. <laughs> outside of like, okay. Outside of See My Vest song, yeah, I think like it doesn't stand up. I think like that, maybe because the song's so good yeah, and so memorable, but like I was surprised. I, didn't, I don't think it's that good. Usually I wait till the end to jump in, but uh, Simon, I absolutely think you're on point there. I think the song does a lot Ooh. of the heavy lifting for this episode. I don't think it's, I wouldn't go as far to say a flop, yeah. but I would say it didn't really do much for me. There's some really funny moments, but Tom, what do you think? You think we're being a bit harsh? Yeah, I think you're being harsh. I think okay. it's a Simpsons classic. Okay. I think it uh, delivers everything you need from a Simpsons episode. It is um, pacey. It's joke heavy, good jokes. You know, it's a little bit abrupt at the end, but who cares? Because mm-hmm. the story's over. So why linger? Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Yeah. Okay. And, and like you remember it. Like it's a yeah, good, yeah. It's a good episode, and I don't think it's just because of the song. The song obviously helps significantly, but um, yeah, I like I like all parts of okay. the episode. Yeah, I, I think it does have a lot of great gags, but there's also I feel a few jokes sort of fizzle as well. Like I'm with you. Okay, <laughs> I cool. hear you talk about it for a long time. <laughs> no. Out of ten, then Tom, what do you reckon? I'll give it a nine. A nine. Okay. Cool. Simon? I thought it was going to be so much higher, honestly. Yeah. I think it's like a, like a f- five out of ten. Oof. Yeah, right. I'm going to go six and a half. Whoa. Yeah, six and a half. You yeah. <laughs> you just don't get the subtlety of the humor. <laughs> <laughs> like the bit where the house smells of poo. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Homer puts newspaper on top of other newspaper. <laughs> Here's um here are the reviews then from 1995. So we've done this a few times on the pod where we just really realize where the character of comic book guy came from. The people that had the internet in the mid 90s uh, were on a Simpsons message board. This is what they had to say. Uh, Imagine if you wrote one of these posts and you were listening to the podcast <laughs> today and you're like, <laughs> Imagine if something that you write on the internet today, you hear about it on a podcast in 30 years time. <laughs> Holy shit. So, this person says, The Greyhounds episode was bad. Whoa. By the end, the showdown between the kids and Mr. Burns, I wasn't even cracking smiles. And overall, it just wasn't good. What was it about? So, there you go. Here's the next one. All in all, I thought the episode was pretty weak. With the exception of Bart's commentary on what Santa's love was doing to the other dog. That was classic. Yeah. Which, Simon, I think you... Simon, are you Matt Braun? Yeah. <laughs> my pseudonym from when I was... It's my nom de plume when I was three, writing on internet forums. <laughs> Didn't think people would take me seriously with my real name. Well, here's Josh Goldfoot. 
Um, man, if you look at this, you should have gone. <laughs> um, this episode had the potential to turn into something absolutely awful, and it did. Puppies. I'm supposed to laugh about puppies. I haven't seen so much commercialized cuteness since the Care Bears. I think we were all rooting for Burns. What the fuck, Josh Goldfoss? <laughs> Josh Goldfoss got some problems. Uh, here's David Rosen. Lurch Nights episode is one of the worst of the year. The episode is fairly representative of the inferior product that the Simpsons writers have been grinding out all season. Yikes. Uh, yeah, so quite a bit. Appreciate of the array of negativity that you did for the different people. Thank you. There. Yeah, That's I'm good. ending it there because I think I've run out. But, uh, <laughs> kind of simple. It's kind of Simpsons inspired. I feel some that of last one definitely. Yeah. Yes, it does <laughs> feel like you've also filtered through just the negative comments. Uh, what is? Yeah. Well, all right. I'll do one more. Um, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, I'm feeling positive. A bit more balance, yeah. <laughs> this show was way too cartoony. A number of funny gags, and the puppies were cute. But the plot was way too implausible. The characterization of The Simpsons was weak and Burns was way out of character. Evil instead of callously immoral. Oh boy, I wonder how I... that guy went for the next 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that review is ridiculous. Um, also, I just on the cartoony aspect, I think they did a great... Matt Groening was always real big and he says this on the commentaries and stuff. Whenever they have animal characters, he doesn't want them to behave like... Um, humans, basically, which I think they did a really good job in this episode. Like, like Brian from Family Guy. Yeah. Or like, you know, or even just, you know, um, he Scooby Doo mo- from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Just having animals do stuff that is unrealistic, which obviously, you know, to a point they have to, you know, but um, yeah, I think that this episode is pretty good at that. I don't think at any point. There's not really any moments where the animals are doing anything completely crazy or uh, unrealistic. Or the cat. Yeah, the the most is when the cat knocks over the catnip, mm. and even then he like he, he does it in a way that you could argue is you know realistic. He just happened to he moved his uh, he moved his paw and happened to knock over the catnip. He also used the, his paws to rub his. That eyes. is true, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe Matt Groening wasn't a big. Maybe he was out of the room when they parted <laughs> in that one. Um, we do have another book. On the podcast. So, Lisa Dibb gave us this one a few um, weeks back. This is called So You Think You Know The Simpsons. So, I thought I'd just test you guys. Just flick open Ooh, to a few a quiz questions. Um, all right. So, I'm in the I'm in the Lisa section Ooh. of the book, which means the trickiest questions. High end. So, oh, right. Simon, you've got an advantage here because we actually did this episode um, on the pod with you. Oh. How heavy does Homer have to become... Before he is declared disabled and allowed to work at home. I think maybe 400 pounds. Okay. Tom, want to take a guess? 500 pounds. Oh. 450. It is uh, 300. So, Simon gets the point there for being closest. (laughs) You went way over, Tom. Um, How much? much? It's like 450 (laughs) grams to a pound. Yeah, right. So, if he was 500 pounds, what would that be? Like 300 kilos? He'd be like two, a bit under 250. Okay. Maybe like 225. That's no people one would. Love that. Yeah. There are people that big, but that's really big. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, that wasn't a completely ridiculous guess. No. Okay, okay, okay. We won't kick you off the pot. Um, how many, another number question, how many pairs of swimming trunks does Martin Prince turn up to the Simpsons' new pool wearing? 17. And I want to say... 12 
Tom is exactly 17. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. I was going to say 300 for the first one. Uh, well, should have, but didn't. All right, so you're equal. So we'll do one last question. Here we go. It's the tiebreaker. Uh, if it's a num- if another number question, can we do a higher or lower till we get to the answer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let me try and find one a of us gets a correct question. <laughs> then oh, here we go. Ooh, I feel like it might be a bit too easy, and it's from uh, how nah, many? We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, puppies did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two thousand and one. <laughs> All right, we'll start with Simon. What bowling score does Homer obtain? Becoming a local celebrity as a result. 300? It's 300, yeah. yeah. Oh, hold on, that's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, that's the only number one I could find. Uh, oh, actually, sorry. I've got, I got another. Yeah, okay. And fuck, Simon also has the advantage here because he was on this episode, oh. but where we talk about this episode. But we'll start with Tom then, okay? I don't think Simon will remember it. Mm-hmm. How much was the reverse charges phone call Bart made to Australia, which causes a diplomatic incident? Oh, this is a good question. I don't really remember okay, at cool. all. $600. Higher, Simon. More than $600. I was going to say seventy-five. <laughs> I'm going to say 750 Multiply my first guess by 10. Higher than seven fifty. $1,200. Lower than $1,200. $1,100. Lower than $1,100. $1,000. Lower than $1,000. $900. It is $900 oh, yeah. dues. $900 dues. So, yes, well done, Simon. $900 dues. Yeah. You get the crown. Hey, nice. It'll be shipped to you in the next few weeks. Uh, <laughs> Simon, uh, for the listeners, just put a pretzel container on his head. Yep, um, it's a little takeaway container. Great it's on my bit head. of visual oh, comedy. It, it just fell off. Sorry that this podcast is not filmed. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, I think that's about it. Um, what do you got to plug, Simon? Uh, you know, just The Simpsons. <laughs> Go out there and watch it. The episodes are great. Um, no, nothing to plug, really. Okay. Outside of that, you know. Get around the works of get around the works of Matt Groening, you know. <laughs> other, I'm sure, has he done any other good works? He's got a he's got book or something out. He's got a- I was never a big fan of Disenchantment. Oh, Disenchantment. That's what you said, isn't it? I said Disenchanting. Oh. But is it called Disenchantment? It's Disenchantment. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt Groening. Get got around some Murphy's good stuff. podcast. Murphy's doing some comedy, maybe. Oh yeah, I am doing stand up again. Yes, uh, yeah, Geelong Comedy Festival. I think uh, that is in late October. So um, yeah, check it out. It's good. Definitely get there. Go see Murphy McLaughlin in person. Yeah, in his hometown, in his element. That's it. Yeah, MurphyMcLaughlin.com. Check out my stuff there. And Tom, uh, I was going to say, um, what about Threads? Is everyone on? Th- is Murph's Tavern on Threads? What the fuck is Threads? <laughs> the new Twitter from Instagram. <laughs> oh, is this where you have to request? Like someone has to invite you? No, you just download the app. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Real f- well, I think so. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, they've launched the tr- the Twitter rival. Oh, So, okay. by the time this comes out, will the whole thing collapse? Yeah. Or will it be so commonplace that people are like, oh, God, I can't believe they're even plugging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah. But I'm not on it, so don't follow me okay. on that. You're like, follow me on Mastodon. Maybe you, follow me on yeah. Blue Sky. Oh, I joined Discord, but I don't think you can follow people on that. <laughs> Jump me um, on Discord. Discord, yeah. Um, I heard about that recently. Yeah. Watch... The 100 with Andy Lee. Okay. I'm working on that. Oh, oh really? Sweet. Current plug. There you go. Nice. New season coming out 
August, September-ish. <laughs> I like that your recent work in history is working for Sam Campbell who dissed the 100 in his show, right? He was a regular guest on that show. <laughs> and then working for the 100. That's how I got the job. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, Simon. <laughs> no. Uh, money down. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom. Bye, everybody. <laughs> and as we always say here on Mems Tavern, bye. bye.